And I'm now speaking with Aaliyah Shaw, a community service officer with the BART Police Department. Aaliyah, thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. We are basically now sitting in the nerve center of the video unit for the BART Police Department. Describe what it is that we're looking at here with all of these screens in action. We have a large room here and we try to uh, utilize our video wall. We have a video wall of about 10, 50 inch TVs. They're always whirring away with video. We have between six to 10 computers at any given time, recovering, reviewing. Basically, we use this system to look at anything in the system that, that has digital footage. It's impressive, especially from an outsider's point of view. You look at these video screens, uh, a lot of them you could break down into smaller screens. So you could see nine cameras on one screen. So you're literally monitoring a dozen, dozens of feeds at the same time. If I use my binoculars, I can have 64 feeds at any given time on wow. the tiny, tiny, tiny feeds. But the, it, can, it can run an enormous amount of video. We have over 4,000 cameras in the system. We have digital. We have analog. We have an immense amount of, of video to watch and review, and we can see anything. How do you keep track of all this? In my mind, <laughs> no. Um, we have lists and lists of what we have. We also get a lot of experience and knowledge of, of the system just by interacting with it every single day. So it's, it's definitely something we get to learn. And I would imagine this is backed by an awful lot of computing power. It, it's not just uh, video cameras and screens. We have buildings full of servers, basically. They store footage from our, from our stations, from our trains. It's, we have individual DVRs for those. Everything is, is, is recording, and we try, to, we try to make everything record the best it can. How big of a difference does it make having working video cameras on every train car? It has been amazing. I'm, it's very challenging because we have to go out there and grab them, but it has been so rewarding. It has changed, it has changed a great many things, and it's, it's really amazing. Now, you've been with BART for uh, coming up on five years, and you've been doing this sort of work with uh, our video equipment. Do, do you get to the point with so much experience that you essentially learn the system, you learn where the cameras are, you already have a sense if something's reported at a specific station, you might have an idea which camera might have seen something important? That's true. I, um, I've been doing this job for three years now. I've been with BART for five, and a part of my first two years was working patrol. So I have a very intimate knowledge of the systems itself, just being out there patrolling, walking in the system, helping people. So it's really good that I, uh, I'm able to apply that same knowledge to um, recovering video. Uh, as, it, as I said, it's three years of constantly looking at these cameras. I have a great, great idea when it comes to Civic Center, MacArthur, everything. Lake Merritt, of course, because we work right here. It's, it's really, really good to be able to apply that same knowledge. I bet. And that has to be so critical because anytime we're trying to solve a case, timing is really important. So anything that gives you an edge, that has to have value. We really try to find out where something is happening, how, uh, how that person interacted with their environment, where they may have gone, and then we use that knowledge of that station and the cameras to basically track people through the station. We can find where they're going or, or uh, where they came from pretty easily for most stations. And it's really nice because we can try, try and link that into train car footage as well. I'm speaking with Aaliyah Shaw, a community service officer here with the BART Police Department, talking about video technology and how the BART Police Department uses that to catch folks who commit illegal acts in our system. And kind of take us through the process. How does it work when you get notified there's a significant crime that happened in the system? What happens? How do you spring into action? I definitely try to identify what happened, where it happened and get an idea of what I need to get to first. 
And usually that's getting a better identification of the suspect, what exactly uh, was the loss, if there was something distinctive about the suspect. We definitely try to apply our knowledge of the system and our cameras. We use multiple different systems to try and track the suspect. So usually for me, I come to our office here. Like I said, we have 10 TV screens on the go, multiple cameras, multiple systems, multiple computers ready to f find this person. So um, I usually come here and report to my office right away. If it's something like a train, sometimes I'll report to a yard just to recover a train car first. Um, I want something that will give us information about how to find the suspect as soon as possible. An important part of your job is to find these images that we can then release to the public to help identify a suspect, but really your work goes well beyond that. You're the eyes and ears of the BART Police Department. If you can get that information right away, you can get it to the officers and it can make a really big difference. We listen to the radio in here as well, and even if we have a, a case that's going on that doesn't seem like very much is going on yet, we tend to tune in and really spring into action. We can turn a camera or we can move a camera to a special location that will capture what was going on. And then we tend to uh, give updates, we'll give further descriptions, we'll help the officers on scene live. And the same thing applies for when something has happened recently and we rush in and we're basically looking for the best information we can give. Time is a factor here as well. The sooner you can get this information, the better off obviously for everyone. Do you feel that pressure of having to get this information and get these facts as quickly as you can? Oh, definitely. I must have my coffee in the morning. Otherwise, you know, we're <laughs> yeah. definitely not going to do as good as we can. But on a more serious note, we do give our best effort when it comes to stuff like this. It, it's fulfilling. I go home every day and I feel like I've done everything I can. I've done 115 percent and I give that every day. And it's it's a huge part of my job. It's exactly what we want to do, and BART enables us to be able to perform this with so many cameras, so many computers. Everything is just whirring away, and it's, it really helps us feel like we're doing something good. I would think it would take a certain type of person to be successful at a job like this and dealing with deadline pressure, that ability to get information fast, that ability to, to have that technology savvy really must come into play here. Right? It, in other words, this job isn't necessarily for everyone. I would think that's true. Uh, a lot of my coworkers tease me because I, I, could, I know the camera numbers. A lot of our cameras, we just don't even have time to name them. And they're like, what do you mean you know that's camera 41 or well it is look and they look and it sure it is it's camera 41 but I definitely think it's the experience becoming familiar with it constantly working with it every day we work with our, our engineer to improve the system every day I think we're doing everything we can in terms of, of that but for me it's it's so fulfilling it's part of that 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 whole thing just getting the pictures getting the, the right angle it matters. If you want a wide angle, if you want a, a, a zoomed out view of something, if something's happened somewhere, we try to improve that view. We do. It's, it's constant work. It's great. Yeah, and that must be a really important thing as well as that institutional knowledge of the system. Like we were talking about before, more than 4,000 cameras out there. Uh, we have dozens of stations in the system. There's a lot to keep track of. And if you can have that knowledge where you can name off an individual camera number, <laughs> that's got to go a long way for you. Definitely. I have my favorites. I have on my go-to cameras at certain stations that I start with. I tend to work from that camera and I'll go out and, and try and piece it all together. And then I'm obsessive about making sure I have it in the right order. So we work closely with the system. This is our, our, this is our go-to when it comes to finding something in the system. It's, it's amazing. We definitely help outside agencies with our cameras as well. 
sometimes we have to work from the outside into the station. Sometimes we work from the inside out. It's, a, it's pretty awesome. I'm speaking with Aaliyah Shaw, Community Service Officer with the BART Police Department. We're in the video unit at the BART Police Department headquarters. And I just have to imagine you've been a CSO for almost five years. You've been doing this sort of work for BART PD for about three years. You must have seen a ton of video. H how many cases have you worked on where, where you've reviewed surveillance video? I would say thousands. I would say double-digit thousands comfortably. Um, every case that we have, our officers can request video for, um, depending on the severity of the instance and the time frame of the incident. And from that, we usually try and get a best description of the location this happened in. And we pull video for everything that we, we need to, basically. Anything from a stolen bike to stolen vehicles to all this, all, everything that happens in the system, even if it's just a safety question about whether something happened, something didn't happen, does this light switch work, anything like that. It doesn't matter. Every, every department in BART can request video from us for their, for their purposes, for safety. Um, we also work closely with outside agencies, so counting that, thousands and thousands and thousands of cases. We work tirelessly to get this video out there to who needs it for their investigation purposes, and it, it's definitely rewarding to be able to provide that to them. I, I want to pick up on that idea of working with outside agencies because it does get to the quality of the images that are produced by the cameras in our surveillance system. We release images to the public, and a lot of times those images have played an important role in resulting in an arrest. Now, we also have images that are shared with local law enforcement agencies, partner agencies in the Bay Area, and that's also been very useful. What would you say about the quality of the images that the BART surveillance system produces? Because it feels like it feels like many of those images are getting results. Every day, I would say we work with some agency in, in, in the Bay Area. Pretty much we work with OPD, we work with even federal agencies like the FBI, and they're always extremely pleased with the quality of the images. It helps them solidify their cases, and they work with us for cases that we need help with. They piece together their evidence, we show them what we have, and then it's de it, it definitely can, can evolve into something amazing, like closing huge cases. Rider safety has obviously been a really popular topic when it comes to BART, really all across the Bay Area. So many people are talking about whether or not BART is safe. When you talk to your friends and you talk, they ask you, is BART safe? Knowing what you know, being part of this department, working in this unit with the video surveillance, what do you tell them? I think it's super safe. We, I take BART. Um, my wife takes BART. I think it's an amazing system. Uh, we get to go here, there, everywhere in the Bay Area, basically for really affordable. You can avoid all the traffic. I think it's great. Um, I come in and out of these stations every day, and I'm always looking at these cameras going, I know, I'm looking at this one. It's nice. I feel like I'm at home when I come to BART because it's, I'm so intimate with the system, and I feel like we're doing everything we can for the public, so I don't have any problem riding the system. I think it's great. When we hear a lot about community service officers at BART, a lot of times CSOs are associated with parking enforcement. We think about CSOs doing uh, focused fare enforcement, that sort of thing. But here you are in the video unit. You're part of the investigative team, so, so that's a little bit different. We tend to do any little auxiliary tasks we can. We supplement the police department. Um, we're there to do um, cold reports. We do community-oriented policing. We definitely try to be out there and present. We like to think of where we're at the forefront where officers are responding to call, to call, to call. We're there to kind of supplement that and, and fill in where needed. 
So we do many different special assignments as well as regular patrol where we write tickets. And uh, we also, like I said before, we do eyes and ears. We're, we're looking, looking out for the public. We're answering questions. We're trying to be there whenever we need it. I guess it's one of the timeless challenges of police work where witnesses will see things a certain way, memories fade, you know, all these sorts of factors come into play. They may not necessarily have a clear recollection of what happened with a particular event, but when you have something on video camera, you essentially have really direct evidence. You have something that you can see that doesn't change that shows you what happened on a train or on a platform in our station. I would think even beyond the images that we get of suspects, that must be really important for the investigation. In other words, you can describe for detectives, you can show them what happened, even if it's not necessarily a situation where you're getting an image of a suspect, like, like a facial picture, for example. Pictures worth a thousand words. Uh, body language is easily detected on our our systems, because our pixelation count is so good, our frames per second is so good, we can see things, even if it's in a dark area, we can see a silhouette. We understand things like it's important, just as important to get with your what the victim might have been wearing, because if you can find them, you're able to find the suspect and when they interact. So we use the system in a unique way. We, we go from frame to frame to frame, and we're looking for many different things. And like I said, it's worth a thousand words. You don't need to see the entire thing to get what's going on. But we try to we try to paint the best picture we can because it's important to tell the right story. So even if the victim has trouble recall, recalling what's going on, if we can get a little snippet of what's going on, we try our best to find ev the incident that happened and how it happened and, and, and capture that. Yeah, there's, there's a whole conversation going on right now as BART takes various steps to promote public safety uh, about upgrading our video surveillance system, specifically moving some cameras from analog to digital, upgrading to the highest quality possible. I think it's important to keep in mind also that part of the process of getting this video is you have to actually go out and get that tape so you're able to review it. Definitely. I, I love having to go grab it, but it's really nice if we have it here locally or, or somewhere central that we can go get it. I think for the, the train cars, it's, it's really rewarding to have the video available to us in the first place. Even if we have to go get it, it's worth having it. Um, as for upgrading the analog to digital, more the merrier. Keep it, keep it all. Um, sometimes the most obscure camera catches the best things. It's, it's really, I, I think we can do so much better if we just more, more, more. That's definitely the approach. I'm speaking with Aliyah Shah, Community Service Officer with the BART Police Department. What's the most challenging part of your job? I think it's making sure I capture uh, whatever's, whatever happened. I think it's, it's difficult to find the right camera. It's difficult to paint the right picture of what's going on. I think the challenge for me is to make sure I find it as fast as possible and get it to the people who need it. That's always a challenge, making sure we have the right resources, we're able to, to get the detectives and the officers the information they need. Nothing's more frustrating than if a camera's down or if if a system isn't working. So we really, really try our best to make sure everything is working, everything's functioning. That's my biggest challenge, to make sure that it's, it's all there when I need it. Yeah, and I would imagine that's a concern, potentially having blind spots out there. But do we do a, a decent job of responding to that? How, how does that work? We do a surprisingly amazing job with that. We have so many turns and, and different entrances at stations. Uh, so much coverage is, is caught you know, on our system. It's, it's, really, it's really amazing how well we've excelled at that. I think we do a great job, and um, not everything is going to be fi filmed in, you know, 360, but 
it's pretty amazing how well we supplement our system with with great angles and cameras. You know, it's interesting in this era of cell phones, it feels like there are video cameras everywhere, but there really aren't. You really need those stationary cameras because you never know what you might miss if one isn't in the proper position. That's correct. Um, we'll take any kind of video, but even in this cell phone era, like you say, it's certainly not no replacement for the kind of cameras we have. They're super powerful. We even use 4K cameras at some of our stations, and we're constantly improving. We're constantly replacing older cameras with newer cameras and um, trying out new things, so it's great. Do you think people who might do bad things on our system realize just how many cameras are out there and could potentially see them? I would like them to know that we're watching and we're there for our patrons, and I don't think you could commit a crime on BART that we can't find you. How satisfying is it for you when you play that role in helping to identify a suspect, you get that information, you get that image that plays the pivotal role in leading to an arrest? It is the most important, one of the most important things I do, and it's so fulfilling. Um, working with our detectives, working with our officers for the safety of our patrons, I mean, you can't get much better than that. It's kind of one of those things, it's, it's like every day is rewarding because we're, we're capturing these images, we're providing the public with a better place to be and like I said before it's it's there's nothing better than than catching somebody doing something they shouldn't and and going out there and apprehending them before they hurt somebody else or before they do something else bad. What do you think is the most important thing for our riders to know about BART's surveillance system? It is extremely robust. We have so many cameras. I think it it it's good for the public to know that we're looking, we're watching we care about what's going on in the system. We're constantly trying to improve the system. And we need their cooperation. We want you to tell us what's going on. We want you to tell us what train car you were on. Let us know where in the station you were when this happened. Don't be afraid to report crime. We're, we're trying, to, trying to solve what we can. We're definitely working hard to, to, to fix anything that would be wrong in the system. Well, Aaliyah, thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for all you do to help make BART just that much safer. Thank you so much. Aliyah Shah is a community service officer with the BART Police Department. And thank you for listening to Hidden Tracks, Stories from BART. You can listen to our podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and of course at our website, bart.gov podcasts.